Hello, everybody. Welcome back to 88.9 The Bridge. You're listening to another week of Fantasy Island. We apologize for the late start, so let's just uh, let's just jump right in. Um, yeah, this week was a brutal week for my good friend David right next to me. Um, unfortunately, his fantasy uh, championship hopes are absolutely squashed in a brutal game. Um, a brutal game for in both of the semifinals, I would say. Um, and we should definitely talk about that because that is... Definitely a fantasy football defining moment for me this year. Um, David, tell them what happened. Okay, well, um, so I went up against Ben in the playoffs, who shouldn't even be there. <laughs> Just like, whatever. Um, well, actually, his team's not bad. Um, and he ended I mean, up, I mean. It's not championship material, I will say. That's fair. Um, so he put up 135 coming mainly from uh, a 29-point performance from Miles Sanders, uh, 15 from Joe Mixon, and just solid performances all around his team. Um, and then on my side of the ball, wasn't too much going on. Michael Thomas with 18, Nick Chubb with 20. Everyone else was uh, kind of in the, in the low in the low double digits, even some in the single digits, like at wide receiver Julian Edelman, not even cracking a point, and Jarvis Landry with only two. So that led me to a... A 29-point loss. Pretty brutal. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I guess we're looking on to next season. Yeah, that definitely looks like a tough loss to, for you, but I feel like that game really could have gone either way because it just depended. If Ben's team went off, then I would say that your team would have been in a lot of trouble, and that's exactly what happened. Um, as you mentioned, Miles Sanders, for 29 points, uh, he went up against the Washington Redskins and obviously just ran right through them. Uh, and yeah, Miles Sanders is looking like a really good running back on that Eagles team. Um, other players that went off on his team were, I mean, I guess you could say uh, Joe Mixon is not usually getting 15 points, but against especially, you, especially against the Patriots. Wow, yeah, that's actually very impressive. But yeah, Joe Mixon ended up going for 15 points. That's a solid game from him. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, overall, very unlucky um, on David's part. At least he got to participate. In the playoffs, yeah. Um, whereas I was in the consolation bracket, and there's no, there's no, uh, there's no bad blood about that because um, it's better than being in the losers bracket. Um, and in the consolation bracket, I ended up going up against um, No Name Junior, which is let me think, who's No Name Junior? Blake. Blake. I went up against Blake. Um, and originally going into it, obviously, it's the Constellation Bracket. Who cares? Um, and I was like, Blake, let's just play our kickers, you know, have some fun with it, something like that. He goes, no, I want to win. I'm trying to secure that fifth place spot. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. So I put out my full lineup, of course, and I get the dub, like, unintentionally, just to destroy <laughs> him, just just because. Um, and I end up winning that one in a close one, 114 to 111. Um, and that was purely off of the fact that Cleveland defense absolutely... Um, had a very embarrassing game, David. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Cardinals just ran all over us, and there's no excuses for that. <laughs> and also, Alvin Kamara just had a super lackluster game um, versus Indianapolis, as it seems every game of his has become. Um, what's going on with Alvin Kamara, David? Uh, you said it. It's just like, you know, been a bust of a season. I think the Saints have so many weapons, um, including... Including, you know, Michael Thomas and Drew Brees is a matchup that no one can stop. So uh, they've been relying a lot on that, benefiting my team rather than Blake's. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, you know, I just think that other teams have been really preparing for Alvin Kamara. And they've been able to stop him successfully. Um, plus, they with the addition of Latavius Murray, they've 
uh, been able to change it up in the backfield, even throwing Taysom Hill in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've you know they've been able to change things up a bit. Yeah, and do you think? Because I was I was talking about this with a couple of people, and it feels like everybody's noticed that Alvin Kamara hasn't been the same player that he has been last season. That's that's something that everybody sees. But do you think that there's actually been like a drop in quality of like his football? Because I was watching him last night, and there was a couple of times where he would pick up about like two yards, and it like I don't know, he just he just didn't seem like the explosive player from last season. Do you think that maybe he just had an amazing um, year last year? I mean, after all. He was kind of an unknown running back coming out of the University of Tennessee, and then he kind of just blew up one season. Do you think that maybe that was just a lucky season? Because that's what I'm kind of. That's what I'm. Because okay. I was. I've been not. I have not been impressed at all this. Since, uh, no, this absolutely season. not. Um, and yeah, I think you're right. I think last year just the offense was just a little bit more focused on him. I think they were excited to get a, a versatile running back, one that could you know go out in the passing game, run the ball uh, up the middle pretty well. Uh, and I think the Saints are pretty excited about that. But now, like, you know, if you look at a team like the Saints, they have so many good weapons yeah. that, you know, it. I just don't think, I don't think he's one of the top guys, you know. Um, I'd probably put him, like, behind Breeze and Thomas in terms of productivity. Mm-hmm. And that's what you absolutely don't want. For, Maybe from- Taysom Hill. Maybe. Taysom Hill is quite the fun player to watch. Taysom Hill is the joker of all trades. Super fun to watch. As we've said before, if he was not a quarterback, he'd be in my fantasy lineup every week. Yeah. If he, if he was a tight end, I would legitimately draft Maybe him. Maybe I'll pick him up. Because, I mean, playing for third place, it's like, whatever. I mean, uh, who knows? He might win you. He might win you that third place, whatever you get for third place. Nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. I'm ashamed of myself. I should um, be doing this. Big news for those of you who um, may have dropped Mike Evans. He's actually planning on playing um, in this Week 16 matchup. Um, obviously, most of us at this point in the season aren't really playing for a purpose unless you were in that championship game. Um, or you're trying not to lose. Or you're, or you're trying not to lose. Both very important. Um and, yeah, if Mike Evans is still on your waivers because somebody dropped him stupidly because they thought that he's going to be out for the rest of the season, even though Adam Schefter did say that was what was supposed to happen, <laughs> he is planning on coming back. You don't disrespect Adam I will Schefter. Read the, uh, I, would, I will read the Yahoo report. Um, it says... It doesn't actually really say anything about him coming back. I just see that there's points listed... For, projected okay. for him to play. Um, and it says he's questionable with his hamstring injury. So it'll be interesting. I'm not exactly sure why they would play him because they're not making the playoffs. And if he's injured, why even why even push it? But if they do, I'm not going to be mad because I did end up picking him up. So, yeah. That's, you know, very interesting. If you're in a championship game and you got a wide receiver spot open, maybe throw Mike Evans in there. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's the guy I'd throw right in there. Let me just... Check out the waivers just to see. Who, who, who are you thinking then? Uh, well, you know, personally, I've been kind of, I've been kind of taking a fantasy football break as my brain needed. Um, let's see, Anthony Miller, James Washington, always good, always good options if no one picked him up yet. Um, you know, a lot of people have been excited, really excited about Darius Slayton, but I think Golden Tate is a very, very reliable. Very reliable uh, wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say even more than Darius Slayton, just more of a more of a reliable guy rather than a big deep threat. Because I know Slayton got six catches for 150 yards and two touchdowns. Well, you know Tate's getting you know he's getting a lot of you know like a lot of quick catches and he can bust out for a touchdown too. Mm-hmm. And looking at John Ross, he hasn't produced anything um, yet as he's returned from injury. 
But then again, he is going up against Miami, and being the explosive player that he is, if you really, really are in dire need of somebody or you just want to play for fun and he has the opportunity to blow up, um, maybe you could pick him up. But really, at this point in the season, everyone's pretty much got their lineups locked in. They've got the players that they love. So I think this should kind of be a review show. Yeah, where we I like just, that. Where, where we just go through the season and we kind of review everything. Um, and then next week we'll just be like kind of a, a full recap of the championship and our league and everything. But for now, let's just talk about our favorite players this season, memories, all of it. Because, okay. because I guarantee that a lot of people are already reminiscing about the good parts of their season. Because right now, for a lot of people, including David and I, this is not probably the most enjoyable part of no, the season. No, it is absolutely watching, not. Watching two of your fantasy foes battle for a championship ring that you're not able to get. Yeah. It's not the best, but um, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, so why don't you go ahead, say something that went well for you this season. Okay, I would say, I would say first things first, I would say Ezekiel Elliott has not actually disappointed me as much as I originally thought he was going to, to be honest. Um, after trading for him for Christian McCaffrey, it's a, it's a big downgrade that you don't even realize until it's fully it's fully happened, which is crazy to say that Ezekiel Elliott could be a downgrade for any player. Um, he's currently ranked 15th amongst among all players, um, and he's been really solid. Uh, he's had only one game in single digits. Wow. So that is pretty impressive. And he's really just been ridiculously consistent um, against bad teams and against good teams. Um He's just been super consistent and a player that I can always rely on. And I think that that is super, super useful. Just having a player that you can look to every single week and be like, okay, he had a good game. I can like bet on that because I feel like in fantasy football, there's very few players you can bet on. And Ezekiel Elliott has kind of been my crutch throughout this season. Um, somebody that I can play every single week and will get me points. Yeah. Uh, one highlight for me will be a, I believe he was my fifth round draft pick. Um, and that is Josh Jacobs, and I think rookie running backs are. Wow, he was your fifth round pick. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Very, very nicely done. Thank you. Um. Yeah. So, rookie running backs are super tough. Um. To kind of decide who's gonna be good, but I knew, like, I read some things about John Gruden giving, you know, giving one back. The, you know, tons of touches, and I'm like, on the Raiders, that's going to be Josh Jacobs. I think the Raiders are looking a little bit up this year. Um, this was me at the beginning of the season, uh-huh. uh, of course. And then, so I took Josh Jacobs, and someone recently told me, oh, Josh Jacobs, that's a pretty high IQ pick, which uh, I guess I would agree with. Um, he's had a great rookie season, definitely a candidate for Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, so I, you know, I'm very happy with that pick. Yeah, and I would also have to agree, I have Josh Jacobs in a different league, and he has legitimately been my my Ezekiel Elliott on a smaller scale in that league, because I don't like to switch around running backs too much, so I like to have um, a little bit of like the, the same running back one and running back two pretty much every week. Um, it, most of the time, this season has um, made me uh, switch my ways a little bit due to unforeseen circumstances. Um but yeah, Josh Jacobs has always been in that running back one spot. Again, just because of his consistency. Oh, we've, we've got, got a caller. caller. Hello, thank you for calling the bridge. How can we help you? Hello, yes, I'm hearing you guys talk about your uh, picks, and I wanted to uh, 
mention who I took in the fifth round that has been very helpful to me this year. Who is it? Uh, a young quarterback named Lamar Jackson. Wow. That, that, that is an amazing pick. Everybody that picked him, I think... No regrets on that part. Don't think that there was another another player quite as good as him, especially in the fifth round. I mean, he is the number one overall pick. And I respect everybody that trusted him because I did not. I did yeah, not well, you know, I got him by default because there was, became a, quick, a bit of a run on quarterbacks. And uh, Kyler Murray and uh, 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 the guy who, uh, uh, Bursette, uh, for Baltimore or for uh, Indianapolis, they went, and I was like, I better get one or they're, they're not going to be there. So I grabbed Jackson. But I would have taken Kyler Murray over him if the guy right in front of me had not taken him. So I locked into him. I want to brag about one more because uh, I know you guys know I'm a regular listener and a regular player, and I told you guys about a receiver maybe two years ago as a rookie. And I said, this guy is good. Uh, and I t- uh, bragged about him, and I took him, I believe, with my last or next to the last pick this year. Do you know who that might be? I'm oh, trying to think. Uh, two, a couple of years ago. Um, gosh. Can you give us a tough. team? Denver Broncos. Oh, Cortland Sutton. It's got to be Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, and he is now, he hasn't set the world on fire, but he has been very consistent for the guy I took at the very last. And that is the reason that. I am uh, now, I think, uh, 12 and 12 and three, uh, because of uh, really those two guys. It wasn't the Matt Ryan. It wasn't the uh, uh, the Saquon Barkley, which I would say is actually probably not a great first uh, first round pick. No, definitely not. When I look back on it, but thank goodness some of my late round decisions have kept me on top of my league. Yeah, yeah. Cortland Sutton was an amazing pick for everybody that chose him. Um, not not necessarily because it was a great pick in the moment, but because Emmanuel Sanders ended up leaving the team, which made him the out-and-out uh, best wide receiver in Denver. And so, yeah, that's an amazing pickup. And congratulations, because obviously with uh, Cortland Sutton and Lamar Jackson, you definitely had a pretty good team. Yes, and a lot of it was luck. I even had a blunder. I drafted a kicker that got cut. I had no kicker, so I picked up a young rookie named Little Joey Sly. Uh, nice, yeah. And uh, he actually he's he's tra- trailed off as have the Panthers, but he came out gangbusters in the beginning and was <laughs> a real impact for me. Yeah, he was great. Um, wow. So obviously, sometimes in these drafts, we we go through them in the beginning of the season, and you get some players that you're not quite happy with. And then towards the end of the season, they're your favorite players. Yeah, you just never know. And, and just on waivers right before uh, my playoffs, I was lucky enough that somebody lost faith in those Titans and A.J. Brown, and uh, he's on my roster now, which is good because Calvin Ridley is out for the season. So a lot of it is luck. I mean, you, you do your studying, you do your homework, and uh, a lot of it is just kind of uh, lucking into some guys at the right time, I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. And I think I had that one uh, that one luck with Chase Edmonds in Week Seven. There's the I uh, I picked him up right before I threw him right into my lineup, and that was his three touchdown game. Wow. Yeah, and it can go the other way. I cut Marvin Jones Jr. and then he went out and scored. I believe it was four and one half. <laughs> oh no! Hey, you know, you know what? You shouldn't have lost faith in me. <laughs> After that, he he calmed right back down. But that was not the week to cut him for sure. Absolutely not. No. Well, you guys do a great show. I've enjoyed listening, and uh, I can't wait to. Uh, I know uh, with fantasy football winding down, you you're, you might have to find some other stuff to talk about. But uh, do you do fantasy basketball or anything? 
Um, we don't at the moment, but that's definitely something to maybe um, um, tune into in the future. Maybe we'll start doing it. I don't know. Um, but for now, we're we're still focused on the fantasy football season as it comes down to the championship game. Uh, Joe, we wish you good luck for the rest of your season. Yeah, but mine is one of those weird leagues that we're just getting started because we actually play into the playoffs. So, oh, uh, wow. It, it's nice to have guys like Lamar Jackson that are on winning teams because you get to take them on through uh, to the uh, to the playoffs. We have a, a weird special kind of bracket where we actually are – championship is the AFC NFC championship. We will be down to two players and then we will be down with whatever's left on those four teams and then we will go head to head for the for our championship. Wow, that's extremely exciting. Yeah, it that is, is super it's, cool. It's a weird it's been we've been doing it for I think 35 years. A, a long 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 time. Wow. Um, and it's not the typical league, but it is uh, makes for a lot of fun, and you get to keep playing for a few extra weeks. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Happy holidays, guys. Keep up the good work. Happy holidays. Thanks. Thank All you right. for calling. Yeah. We love to take your calls. That number, 206-275-9104. We love to talk fantasy, and we love to reminisce about the good parts of the season. I have never heard of that. What? Playing into the playoffs? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm not wow. exactly sure how that would work, because what happens if you've got a bunch of players that are not on playoff teams? Let's see. Okay, me... So... Yeah, let's... Going, okay, let's let's check this out. Okay, so what I I look at my team. I see Saints. I see Raiders. Um, Raiders aren't going to make the playoffs. Raiders aren't going to... Okay, so the Titans have a chance. Derrick Henry. My, the Browns have a chance. Yes, we do. Mm. Um... Julian, Patriots, certainly. Uh, Cowboys, maybe. So my team would... I think I'd still have a full starting lineup if... Uh, really? A full starting lineup? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Saints defense. There's one. Will Lutz, absolutely. Um, the only thing, if the Cowboys squeak into the playoffs, which I think they will, uh, there's Dak Prescott. Uh, wide receivers, Julian Edelman, Michael Thomas, and... No, maybe that's it. Yeah, I don't. I need a third wide receiver if the Browns don't make the playoffs. Running backs again with the Browns. Uh, well, then I got Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb. So yeah, this would be it. Would be very interesting if we were to go into the playoffs. It feels like my entire team is kind of on that border between making the playoffs and not making the playoffs, which I think could possibly be a good thing. I it's think still it's something to play for. Yeah, yeah, no, I definitely agree. And I was worried, like, you know. I'm not in the championship, so it doesn't matter. But like my, I have three Saints on my team, so I was worried. Like by this time in the season, they've they'd have clinched a bye by now, and you know, and maybe have nothing to play for. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's not the case. Three NFC teams are eleven and three. That's pretty exciting. I've got a lot of Texans, a lot of Cowboys. I got a Bear. Um, I before had um, a couple of uh, Falcons, but um, now with Calvin Ridley out, as our caller mentioned. Um, I've now put in A.J. Brown, who has been a great pickup in the one week that I've played him. 28 points and then 17 points. Actually, I played him two weeks. But, yeah, what a player he is. And, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's just, there just isn't that much to talk about this week, I feel like, because everyone's going into their championship game. And if you guys are going into your championship game, make sure to call us in if you guys have any advice, because there's certain people who don't care about fantasy anymore, and there's certain people that this is the climax of their season. Mm-hmm. Everything comes down to this week. Yeah, uh, one thing. One thing I will say, Simon, is that both of us are in similar boats. Where uh, one league, our main league, I would say, we're not in the championship, but in other leagues, we are in the championship. We are. We are. Yes. Yeah. So I'm why current. don't you go ahead and talk? Oh, about are we going to talk about these leagues? Yeah. Okay, why not? This is this is where it gets a little bit exciting. Yeah. Same with me. So 
this is this is a very interesting team I've got here. Um, this league is just with um, a bunch of friends in David and I's youth group, and um, the team is very very interesting. I would say that I pulled off possibly one of the best trades that I've done in a long time, um, which isn't saying much, but uh, it was a pretty good trade. I ended up getting Lamar Jackson um, for the oh for Josh Allen and for Michael Gallup. So. Hmm. I thought that was a pretty good trade on my behalf. Got Lamar Jackson, the best player in the NFL. Who said that? I didn't. What? <laughs> but no, he really is the MVP this season. And um, yeah, so Lamar Jackson, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery, Austin Hooper, Devontae Parker. And it doesn't end there because you haven't even heard my bench. Wow. Tyler Higby, who had a great game last week. I played him. I played him too. Yeah. Patrick Laird, he has the, he has the opportunity to have a couple good games. Sony Michelle, Marquise Brown, Matt Ryan. Who has Matt Ryan on their bench? I do. <laughs> so this league has definitely been interesting because when you look at my lineup and you look at like the rank of my players, they're all like in the 50s about pretty much. Like literally every single player is about in that range. But I win games. I win almost every game. Guess what the score of my last week's game was, David? What? I scored let me check because 162 points. Wow. And this is just PPR, half PPR. Wow. So that's with the help of Lamar Jackson's 49 points, but um yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the scoring is, but Lamar Jackson's uh 49 would have definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, a very interesting league. And you know, and Simon well done because this is a 14 team league, so it's not easy to climb up top. Um I know I I finished in seventh at seven and seven, very average season. I won my first playoff game, and uh, so now I'm going up against Asher and Jesse, our two friends, uh, co-manage a team uh, for fifth place. So I'd be happy with a fifth place finish out of 14. Uh, so yeah, and back to my league. So it's with you know some more more youth group friends uh, from around from around Washington and Oregon, uh, and Mitch, who's in. Uh, you know, not looking too good in our main league. Uh, oh, not, he's actually in the championship. Not good at all. He is. He's most likely going to um, be receiving the punishment of our um, fantasy football league this year, as he lost big time in the first round of the fantasy losers bracket. Um, what was the score of that one? It was like oh, one hundred and twenty to seventy eight. No, no, it was like it was more than that. Oh, I know gosh. Justin. Justin put up like I want to say one hundred and forty three, and then Mitch put up like eighty two. Gosh, or I have a feeling that Justin's gonna put together another big game against Mitch, and it's just gonna be, it's just gonna be, yeah. rubbing salt in the wounds for him because there's just no way he comes back from that. Yeah, well, uh, I remember. I mean, la- ne- last year. never say never, but yeah. if you look at his team, it's a little bit suspect. Yeah, I, and I think Mitch's highest scoring game this year was like 110, maybe. Oof. Yeah. So, anyways, back to I am playing Mitch in the championship for this league, um, and so I I remember at the beginning of this year I had I'm in so many leagues that I just I wanted my teams to be as similar as possible, so I went my team was looking really similar at the beginning and then with some trades I uh, in both leagues I kind of made it a little different uh, so I had I had Drew Brees Nick Chubb Leonard Fournette Michael Thomas Mike Williams George Kittle Austin Eckler Saints D and Austin Seibert uh, some bench highlights Cooper Cup. Kyle Rudolph, Kirk Cousins. So, uh, yeah, that team's looking pretty good. And in ESPN, you do a two-week-long playoff, which I think is super interesting. Uh, kind of ensures the better team wins, which I think is I think is a good way to do it. Um, so, yeah, 
you know, I'm excited to do that. There's some cash on the line, so uh, a little something to play for. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think that it's definitely fun to have more than one league because I think that if you have one league and you're really into fantasy football and you focus all your time on that one league, then you go a little bit crazy just staring at your lineup for however long. So it's good to have a couple leagues that you can mess around with, and maybe you'll mess up in the one that doesn't matter and not the one that does matter. As I as I kind of switched around um, <laughs> how well I did um, in my two leagues, and the one that didn't really matter for too much, I'm now playing in the championship, whereas in the other one I almost ended up in the loser bowl and just got out of it by um, by the skin of my teeth. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that is going to uh, wrap up this week's show. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys are in a championship game, congratulations. Um, we wish you the best of luck, uh, and hopefully hopefully you win because we love to support our listeners. Yeah, and please call us after the break with your with your fantasy news. Um, you know, I hope I hope you all have a, a great great holiday whichever you celebrate and uh and yeah hopefully your fantasy championships go as well as possible Mm -hmm. all right that's going to be us signing off thank you guys so much for listening and go am i